Welcome to Lawler Out Loud, and thank you for listening. I'm your host, Christy Lawler, and this podcast focuses on highlighting the amazing men and women that make a difference in the world. And we hope to prove that every single person has the power to make a difference and make an impact. Today's guest is Nichelle Ritter. First, let me thank you, Nichelle, for joining us to share all of your wonderful experiences and your stories and your ideas. Hey, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. Oh, I'm honored to have you. My goodness. So I'm, I'm thrilled because obviously you and I go way, 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 way back. I mean, you are yeah. like one of my original clients in this business. You're one of my dearest and oldest friends in this business. And we've grown our friendship out of a working relationship. So obviously yeah. I know a lot about you, but I think it's going to be exciting to learn what maybe I don't know about you today. Okay. So what would you like to know? <laughs> So, um, I don't know. Let's start with a, what, what makes Michelle tech. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing, like your background, your history, you know, the unique stuff that makes you, you. Oh goodness. Where to start. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I am a beverage director right now. I'm in a, a relatively new job. I'm looking at a six months with this company after 32 years with my previous company. So um, mm-hmm. I guess when I'm comfortable somewhere, I tend to stay. Um, yeah. I uh, grew up a NASA brat, so um, lived around the D.C., Virginia area, then settled in Tennessee before coming here to, um, to Texas. I've been here about 24 years. Um, I actually uh, studied Spanish and sociology in college. Um, but all the way through college, I worked as a uh, server, bartender um, with my company. And then I started opening restaurants um, and training. And then my job eventually evolved into beverages, um, which I guess is just kind of a, uh, I guess it's a passion that I discovered I had. Um, it wasn't something that I had planned on. But as the job um, evolved into this, I've just realize just how much I enjoy it and how much I'm able to, uh, to express my creativity with beverages. Oh, yeah, I definitely get that. But what I'm curious about, too, now that you mention it, since you were clearly studying one thing while working to put yourself through college, pay the bills, yada, yada, that so many people do, but your, your like side hustle, your non-student job was progressing. How did you make the decision to not pursue what you'd been studying and continue to pursue what you had been actually doing? Um, you know, to an extent, the decision was kind of made for me. Um, I, you know, one of my majors was sociology. I was actually a social worker by day after I graduated. Um, so I was a social worker at a maternity home. Um, during the day. And then at night, I continued bartending. The, the money was not great. Um, and also, I think that, um, you know, my age had a little bit to do with it. Um, I was so close in age to a lot of, um, a lot of my clients, it felt more like I was a big sister than an authority figure. Um, so the comfort level wasn't there, just, you know, it, it turned out to not be for me. Wow. Um, I didn't you know, know and, this. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, this is so, why I like doing this, because I'm learning something about my <laughs> friend. I've known you for 15 years, and I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, I just did, I did not have 
um, the comfort level there. And I think part of it was a maturity thing too, um, you know, but it, it actually, that door closed and, you know, the, the one that I was, you know, currently doing in the restaurant industry, you know, opened up wide. Um, and so it was not very difficult to walk away from the social work aspect of it. Well, yeah. And I imagine it was easier to have one job than two. Yes. Yes. That too. (laughs) And probably lower stress too, bartending than working as a, as a social worker. I imagine that the stress level is considerably different between those two paths. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, You know, when you're bartending, when you walk out the door at the end of the night, you leave it all behind you. Um, You know, with, with social work, you're always wondering. And, you know, even to this day, some of my clients, I do wonder how they are. You know, I hope they're all doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love learning this about you. And I know you're a total brainiac with a NASA dad and just genius (laughs) runs in your bloodline. So I want to know, I mean, because obviously like what your dad did for a living was so fascinating and we could have a whole other podcast just based on your experience growing up in that NASA environment, especially in those times too. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just fascinating stories, but so I want to know, like, how did you, where do you find your inspiration now being that you've been doing this for so long and this has been the trajectory of so many years of your career how how did you discover that this is actually like yeah this makes sense this is where i want to be um you know it it just it was just something that kind of kind of evolved i just i've always been a pretty creative person you know although you know i've got the science side of the family there is also a lot of creativity you know i've got a sister that's an artist and you know my brother was very artistic and my dad was a little artistic as well um, yeah. So I've just always enjoyed the creative aspect of making things and, you know, creating drinks. And, you know, the cool thing about this industry is that there's so many um, avenues to explore, you know, so many different conferences, so many different people, uh, so many different products that are out there. Um, but, you know, in addition to that, um, I also enjoy, I'm kind of crafty on the side too. Um, so I don't draw or, you know, sculpt the way my sister does, does but you know, I enjoy making like soaps and lotions and candles and other concoctions. So, you know, what I do for fun also kind of feeds um, my creativity at work too. Yeah, I can see that. That's definitely true. You've always, you've always taught me about uh, scents and aromas on the candle making and the soap side and all of that, that I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't even know what that, I don't know what that scent is at all. So just being around you, I get to (laughs) smell new things and I love it. Um, and that's that's super cool I'm glad that you mentioned that because that is one of the fun things about you that people just don't know really that you're super crafty outside of you know the beverage craft the beverage artistry so okay so especially being with the same company for so long I'm sure you have so many examples of triumphs and you know some not so savory experiences too but going from one place where you literally grew up and spent your career and shifting into a new direction, I want to mm-hmm. know if you have something that really sticks out in your mind um, of an example when you turned something that was a negative experience into a positive memory. Oh, goodness. 
Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough <laughs> one. <laughs> um, let's see, because you know, actually, there's there are kind of a lot of a lot of opportunities. You know, I think one of the one thing is like you know doing restaurant openings. Um, you know, there are always going to be challenges and setbacks, etc. And that's just part of the excitement of doing an opening is you get to go into, you know, a shell of a building um, that may or may not have, you know, variety of construction issues. You're dealing with a brand new staff of brand new people who may or may not know anything about the concept that you're opening. And, um, you know, there are always setbacks where, you know, people know show or, you know, they're having challenges learning, but, you know, it's, it's amazing how far you can go in a week's time or two weeks time from, you know, an empty shell of a building with a bunch of brand new people to an operational restaurant. And so it can, you know, start off as a huge challenge where you're wondering, oh my gosh, is this ever going to work out? And then eventually, you know, you, you, you leave, you know, you leave the restaurant, you, you get on a plane and then, you know, you realize that, oh my gosh, I just, I'm leaving a, a successful, fully operational restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And when it can yeah. function outside of your like handholding. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. And there, there, you know, throughout the way, there's a, there's a, a lot of, you know, a lot of frustration, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of challenges along the way, but you know, it, it, it always works out even though every time you doubt it. Yeah. Right. Like when you get to contingency plan Z one a, and you're like, wow, this <laughs> yeah. is not how I pictured this going at all, but let's just do Here it. we go. Yeah. <laughs> and it all, you're right. It all works out in the end. Cause you know, maybe yeah. it takes an extra couple of days or you know, something goes sideways. That's out of your control. You just do. Exactly. Best. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a, that's a really good, I like that. That's a great example because it's something that happens constantly that, you know, consumers never see the work that goes into it. They see the finished product and then they show up on like opening night and they expect it all to be perfect as if it's just magically in place. But, mm -hmm. you know, consumers really don't see the hours and hours of all the people that go into making it work. Yeah, it really is a team effort. And, you know, that's the one thing, I guess, really in industry that you any in any industry that you really have to understand is, you know, you can't do anything all by yourself. It's it's all a team effort. Yeah. And that's yeah. really hard for a lot of us to like, really wrap our heads around that. <laughs> Especially those of yeah. us that are type A. <laughs> Exactly. It's so not easy. Off on your own, and, you know, get her done. But, right. you know, a lot of times you have to have a little patience and depend on others. And, you know, sometimes when you're in a job where you have to develop people, you have to really be patient and wait for them to get it so that they can do it on their own. Yeah. And then you know, sometimes it, it helps to look back and remember the people that, you know, were patient with me <laughs> when I, when I was learning, you know, different job functions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they were patient enough to show me how to do it and then wait for me to do it right and correct me gently, usually. <laughs> Just some minor tweaking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, you're right. You're right. Because once you learn how to do it, then you're off and running. And then mm -hmm. you're self-sustaining. And that's, that's a really good feeling, especially when you're taking on a new challenge and you're learning something for the first time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, a little bit of what I'm doing right now with this new job. It's, it's a, although it's still beverage related, I'm still a beverage director. It's, it's a, 
very different experience than what I, you know, had, had come from, you know, after 32 years in the same place, it's been quite an adjustment. Well, yeah, because before all of your restaurants were in different spaces. Now they're all in the same big space, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Every day I get to learn something new. That's exciting. You've got to just love that. I do. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. So that so that leads me to ask you, if you weren't doing the current job for a living and you had zero restrictions financially or whatever, you could do whatever you want, write your own ticket. What would you Mm -hmm. do? Um, goodness, I love to travel. So, you know, maybe travel the world, but then I love the craft also. Um, I love to travel, but I also love to come back home. Um, I do enjoy the craftiness. I, I've always had this little fantasy of, you know, retiring on a large piece of land with, um, llamas and sheeps and goats and bees and chickens <laughs> it's a little farm and you know <laughs> raising bees and doing the honey thing and oh you know sheep and wool and knitting and oh you know just yeah doing is the crafty this, thing is this, a, is this a continental u.s domestic kind of thing or is this like mountaintop in argentina or <laughs> ah i think probably the u.s But at the same time, I still love the opportunity to be able to travel. So I'd have to, you know, have a staff to take care of things when I'm gone. Oh, (laughs) well, of course. Yeah. Someone's got to feed the llama. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Collect the Um, eggs. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. You definitely don't want to let that go too long. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That's a great answer. I think it's awesome. Um, we just have to find you, uh, your next, su- your next hustle has to be like traveling the world to write about cocktails when you don't have to be on your farm tending to the llamas and the chickens and, and the whatnots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The word S, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? So, okay. So any regrets, anything you wish you could go back and change or something that you learned so much from that you would change it in the future? Like never go back, never do that again kind of thing. Um, not really. I mean, I, I have to say that I'm happy where I am right now and for better or worse, all my previous experiences, good or bad is what got me here. So I think I don't think I'd change anything. That's an awesome and, answer. You know, just, I'm, I feel like, you know, you're never too old to have new experiences. So if, why, why, why um, regret what I missed out on doing when there's still time for me to do it? That is, see, this is what makes you such a well-rounded human. And you know, you have that <laughs> answer in common. Like every single person so far that I've interviewed has had the, the same answer. Like, yeah, there are things that really? went sideways, but if I regretted anything, I wouldn't be where I am now. So I can't really look back and regret it. Yeah, it's all a learning experience. Yeah, so, yeah it's know. interesting because I'm waiting for somebody to tell me, yeah, I have regrets. This is what it is. And I'm curious <laughs> about it. And I wonder yeah. if like, we're all so blessed and we all live in the present so much, like our, our little circle, that mm-hmm. we don't feel like we've... M- done anything that's been detrimental maybe we're just too happy in the moment I don't know I'm curious I'm well I've done things that have been detrimental totally but 
you know, it, what it's, what it has done is caused me to, you know, um, change my course of direction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, either way it's, it's gotten me, I think where I'm supposed to be. Oh, definitely. I think that's more of what we all have in common is that we've just learned from (laughs) our mistakes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just haven't repeated them. It's that simple. Yeah. Nothing um, was permanently detrimental, at least. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that one time I almost cut my finger off, I just didn't play with the saw again. <laughs> <laughs> Good decision. Wise right? choice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It can, it can be that simple if you allow it to be. Um, so my next question, I want to know, what would you want someone to know about you if they've never met you? Like, what is the thing that makes you tick? Hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. (laughs) It is a good one. (laughs) That I like the opportunity to to be creative. I I like to figure out how to put my own spin on things. That's a good answer. And I would agree with that. You are a really creative person. You're always doing something crafty. I thank you. It's kind of hard to sit still. So it's, it's, it's a little bit hard to pin me down sometimes. I guess, I guess they might want to know that too. <laughs> okay. You know what? That's really fair. That's really fair. Cause I can, I can definitely, uh, that resonates with me too. Cause I have to keep, I have yeah. to keep busy. I have to be doing something. I'm, I'm a fidgeter. You know this about me. If I'm not twirling my hair, I'm like shaking a foot. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just you know we're we're movers and shakers exactly exactly that's what keeps us productive right yeah yeah oh my gosh oh my gosh it's a, it's so much fun I really I'm so I have no idea about the social worker thing really that is just I think that's my favorite thing that I learned today because every day we learn something new and today I learned that about mm-hmm. you so that's my favorite thing today two whole years <laughs> That is just wild. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine how hard it was to do that during the day and then go at night and bartend. Well, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that much different from, you know, I worked all the way through college. So, you know, it was kind of the same as going back and forth from, you know, go to class in the morning, go work lunch shift, go back to class, go back to work the night shift. So, yeah, Yeah, it was more the same. Right. I yeah. mean, your mindset had to shift, right. From yeah. like, because in, in the same way you're serving others, whether it's the day job or behind the bar, you're serving people, but yeah. the impact you're making on them is so different. Yeah, it was definitely, um, it did force me to become a lot more mature. I would imagine. So, so. yeah. And, and it, grateful it, too, right. Grateful too. And it also made me realize that, you know, whether or not, you're aware of it, you're always influencing someone. Um, so, you know, a lot of things that, you know, I, I might've done as a college student or a new graduate or, you know, just, you know, things that might not have been um, the best influence. I really had to, you know, clean up my act um, and watch, you know, how I spoke. And, and it made me realize that I have to be a lot more positive um, in the image and, and how I, how I present myself. So is um, that because... where you learned your art for diplomacy? <laughs> yeah, some of it, I will tell you. Um, 
working with uh, teenage moms uh, can yeah. definitely try your patience. <laughs> I would imagine so. so. You, the, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of um, bargaining, negotiating, mm-hmm. um, reasoning that has to go on. And, you know, and, and it's, it's definitely a learning experience because I was not that much older than any of the girls that, that I was serving. So, yeah, um, it was definitely a learning experience. Yeah. That is just so fascinating. Wow. I'm really loving learning this about you. My goodness. (laughs) So if people want to learn more about you, talk to you, um, or just reach out to you, um, Mm -hmm. how can they reach you? What's the best way? Ah, they can find me on LinkedIn. Um, there aren't too many Nichelle Ritters out there. So <laughs> then yeah. that's Nichelle with an N. With an N. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In like Nancy. Well, and they'll see it when I put your little uh when I put your podcast up too. I'm obviously gonna spell your name correctly. So they'll be able to search you and find you. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for going through this process with me and letting me like just kind of dive into you a little bit more and, and allowing me to learn more about you. This is this is what I love about doing this. Well, my pleasure. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this. You're just um, you're pretty awesome yourself, Miss Witty. So oh, I'm just glad you. to be part of your tribe. Thank you so much. You're one of my co-founders. You know it. <laughs> well thank Uh, you it's been an honor and a pleasure it's always great talking with you thank you the pleasure is mine and thank you all for tuning in to Lawler Out Loud mixing up the mainstream